Welcome back. Welcome back, guys. This is crazy. This is... Well, we did this once. We did a part one and part two. Well, at the time of this... Well, when you guys are listening to this, when this episode goes live, we will be in Paris drinking wine and eating baguettes. Wrong. Yeah. We'll be in Vegas at our after party. No. Tuesday. Oh, damn it. Sorry. You're right. You're right. Yes. That's not as much fun. The next week, okay. we'll be in Paris. All right, all right. I got a little ahead of myself. Okay, so we're in Vegas right now, as you're listening, dancing our butts off, drinking too much, running down the strip butt naked, and doing all the Vegas things at, while you're listening to this yes. in your car on the way to work. Anyway. Okay. That's what's happening. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. And then we're off. To Paris. To Paris for three nights. In two days, we'll be flying to Paris. And then from Paris, we go to Barcelona for three nights. Just super quick trips just to kind of unwind and unleash and just have take a deep breath after the last few months. And again, my intention is to just drink wine, eat great food, and dive into and these celebrate beautiful all cities. Of our, yeah, all and of our celebrate yeah. and just... Take a moment to take everything in. I will add one quick little thing here. Okay. Follow us on Instagram. We'll be doing a lot of stories from oh. Vegas. We'll be doing a lot of stories from um, Paris and Barcelona. Yes. So definitely follow along. We use our Instagram right now as like a daily vlog for our stories. And also we will be filming to do vlogs on YouTube as yeah. well. So follow along at, at Kim and Aaron G. Aaron is spelled E-R-R. A-N-G. Yep. So Kim and Aaron G. Yep. yep. Follow along. Watch our stories. If you don't know who we are, mm-hmm. we are your host, Kim and Aaron G. We are healthcare travelers. We are the creators of the online course for healthcare travelers, Traveler School, Facebook group, Travel Life Freedom and Scrubs. We're on the committee of TravCon. We're, We're speakers, speakers, teachers, leaders in the travel industry. Welcome to our show. Yes, and so I will preface with the fact that, you know, you have to listen to the part one of this. this you is, have to, yeah. This is part two. This was a requested episode from our listeners, from you, saying that you wanted to hear how we met and our love story on how we met because it's an interesting story and we kind of touch on it here and there, but this is the first time we've ever really dove into We're it. Like- Getting into it. And so we are picking up in the middle and we are going to wrap it up here. But Kim did say grab a glass of wine. I'm going to cheers you. I am having a beer. Um, But Kim has to work early in the morning. So she is passing. And I have pimple cream on my face. And I've been up since 4 a.m. So I'm passing on the beer, but I will be with you in spirit. Yes. Um, If you are enjoying these episodes, please make sure you leave us a review and subscribe. Head over to freedomandscrubs.com and that's where you can leave a review, all of the things. And like Erin said, this this episode we're doing was actually requested. So there's an area on the freedomandscrubs.com where you can contact us and you can ask us any questions. We answer the questions on the Ask Kim and Erin G episodes. And also get inspiration for a full episode. So yeah. head over to freedomandscrubs.com and find out all, get get all the goods over there. Yeah. Okay, so we left off. In. We left off. Hold on. What are we talking about? Just in case. So we are sharing our love story, how we met basically. And last week's episode was part one. Mm-hmm. Now we're diving into part two. We left it off at your birthday. So let's get into the episode. Go.
Okay, so basically we picked up where we went back, right? And I, just recapping here, picked up where we went back to your place. I slept on the couch. We ended up talking, got a frozen pizza from Walmart. Gatorade. Not a frozen pizza, a freshetta. We got those frozen pizzas from Walmart, those pre-prepared oh, pizzas right. that with the big crust. Oh my you're god. You're damn right, I'm right. I remember everything. Those are better than freshettas. They are. They were bombed out. Freshettas were our jam or and, Tostitos. And they still have them. I just saw them the other day. Oh my, god, my mouth is watering. Yeah, they were good. And then the Texas, and Texas toast. toast. Yeah. How are we not 800 pounds? We were. <laughs> but in our own way. Oh my god, totally. So anyway, um, after that night, like you said, I think you said it was a pivotal moment because you talked to a friend or something like that. Is that what you were saying? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, you were, but anyway. Uh, no, it was just kind of it was just kind of a moment where I felt like there was some change that was going to be happening in my life, personally, with you know the relationship I was currently in and and what was happening. I just felt. Like, there's something brewing. Okay, so I'm going to take the floor then, and I'm going to get out this side, and I'll let you... It'll probably trigger some stuff, and then you can... Is that a deal? Okay. All right, cool. So, basically, we're looking at August. Now, it was my birthday. She hung out. Um, It was fun. We had a good time. But then again, you have to understand, Kim was dating somebody, and she was very clear about that. And so, we literally just started going through life, and I would invite her places. She wouldn't come, or she was doing things, or she was with her boyfriend. I remember one time... You know, we would, um, I, I think this is huge, and I, I'll remember this. I used to check Kim's MySpace oh page my God. when MySpace was cool. And the funny thing about MySpace is you would put the song, and it was yeah. Bobby Valentino. Um, oh, my God. I was obsessed with that song. Right? What was it called? Anonymous. Anonymous. Ugh. Don't you want to be anonymous? Yeah. So I, I was, our computer, which is crazy because it dates it, like God. actually like a desktop crazy computer. Like a Dell. Like, yeah, we had like a desk that we would all go to, the one computer we would all sit and use and oh fight over as like roommates. It's like ancient But history. it was down in our living room and my one roommate was downstairs and I would check MySpace every weekend to see if Kim's status would change, if it would change from in a relationship to single. And so the song would come on, and he would scream from his room, Get off Kim's MySpace, bro. She's still dating that guy. Oh, my God. And I was like, I'm not on there, man. He was like, dude, I've heard the Bobby Valentino song. I know you're on Kim's MySpace page. You were page. lurking. And so he comes out one night, and now this is my best friend since, like, two. Like, he knows me better than anybody. And he comes out half asleep in his boxers, just like, and he With says to me, he says to me very, it was very profound again. He goes, yo, man, I just want to say, if you and Kim ever end up actually together, she's going to be the girl you marry. Aww, and I was like. I love Timothy Turtle. Nah, man. Nah, nah. It's not like that. Like, oh, we're, stop No, it. I just said we're not, we're not even dating, man. He was like, I'm just saying, if you guys ever do. And then I was like, well, yeah, I, I agree. Like, yeah. I completely agree. And it was like that moment or whatever. So fast forward, did you want to tell the story of Amanda? So one of my best friends from back home was coming up for the night and I was really excited. Was it Debbie and Amanda? No, it was just Amanda that night. Okay. And Debbie came up alone on her own night and she came up. It was, was it her and someone else? I don't remember. But I was, it was her first time to my apartment in Jacksonville. It was like really cool. And I remember 
you were, of course, going to come and hang out with us. And you brought us over these, like, massive margarita glasses. Like, brought you your own party glasses. Yeah. With, like, beads on them. And, like, this whole situation. And I thought it was really sweet because you were excited to come and hang out with us and, like, meet my friend. And you made an effort to bring us margarita glasses. And I don't know. I just thought it was, like, a really cute gesture, which I just, like, had a flashback. But do you remember when... Katie and I were studying for our boards and we were studying like crazy and we would be in the pool and we would study. My life revolved around studying to pass my boards in the beginning and you would come over and you would bring us like Reese's and trolleys and like food. Just like you would bring us so much food. Well, I worked four tens. Yeah, you would come over and like bring us food and help us, you know, do whatever to, because you knew we were studying. You were really thoughtful. Yeah. I still am, right? I mean... <laughs> you are. You still are. But you, you've you calmed it down a notch. You used yeah. to like, be really... Well, I feel like there's only so much you can do when you're living together. Like, Whenever you're not living together and you want to hang out with each other, that's like a way to... Yeah. I mean, you did watch Eat, Pray, Love with me last night and scratch my back with a knife. Exactly. So, that was so what's crazy is, is I knew... One, again, it's so funny when you're telling the story, but it felt so natural. But I did know in my head, I was like, wow, if I ever want to date Kim or actually move forward with her, you have to get in with your friends. Yeah. Because if your friends can see the contrast between the guy you're dating and the guy that likes you, they're your best advocate. Of 100%. So my focus was not on you. My focus was on your friends because yeah. I wanted to get to know them and them to get to know me. Right. So then they would be like, yo, what the fuck are you doing with this guy? Right. You need to start dating this guy. Oh, yeah. Well, all my friends didn't like that boyfriend anyways because he had alienated everybody. Like, he was whatever. But um, Katie was... Oh, she was... Remember? She was your biggest advocate mm-hmm. because she knew you and she knew just, like, what what a good person you were. She knew my boyfriend and so she knew that side she of She was a part of all the crazy knocking she, at, like, the random times of night, like, oh showing up at the God, door. God, I can't even... Dude, this story could go, go on there. forever. Yeah. So, anyway, she was, like, a huge advocate. So, like, my friend started to, to perk up and be like, hey, like... Aaron, you know, he's so cool and he's so much fun and everybody loved you and everybody always he's so loved hot. you. He's, no. he's so hot. He looks like <laughs> Uncle Buck. <laughs> wow. Like a skinny younger Uncle Buck. <laughs> oh my God. That just like want want. Okay. That's a really good movie. R.I.P. <laughs> you think I look like John Candy when I met you? Exactly. Is that what your friends thought? I look no. like John Candy? No, babe. You didn't look... Is that his name? Yes. I just know him by Buck. I didn't know that was his name. Oh my god, babe. Okay. That was a joke. Dramatic, obviously. But you did like a good gold chain. And gold a gold chains bracelet. Cool then. So, fast forward. So, Aaron is meeting my friends. We're still hanging out. I feel like, again, this saga happened when it was going on for months and months and months. I was still with the boyfriend on and off. And the pivotal moment for me with, with the boyfriend, who will rename nameless, we went to Halloween Horror Nights. So this is October, so two months after your birthday. And we had gone, per usual, we had gone into a fight about God knows what. And we're driving there. And I was 
livid. And I like turned around on 95 and went back the other direction. I was like, fuck this. I'm done. I'm not going. We ended up talking it out. He's like, come on, let's go. So we go and we're at Halloween Horror Nights. And I just remember we just never, we never connected. Like there was never conversation. It was, he didn't like to talk and he felt like I talked too much. It was a freaking bizarre situation. And I just remember sitting there waiting in line. And I think I had gotten like a cocktail or something. He probably had like a, I don't know, like a smeared off. Or like a wine cooler. And we're like waiting in line. And we're silence. I'm like, this is fucking boring, dude. I was like, the thought popped into my head. I was like, if I was here with Aaron, I would be having so much fun. Like we would be laughing. We would be like running around, having the time of our lives. And it was that first moment I was like, oh my gosh, you know, wow. Like I, I you were the first person I thought of, of like, if it wasn't with anybody else. Like, if I was here with Aaron, I would be having so much fun. And that night really solidified, like, what am I doing? Like, this isn't, this isn't me. I know. What's funny about that is I never knew that happened, but I did know that you were going to Halloween Horror Nights with your boyfriend. And I thought, I don't understand this. Yeah. Like, they break up all the time. We hang out. We had had moments before that. Yeah. And that's what was crazy is where I was getting at was that night with your friends. And I wanted to say... They were all like, you're broken up, like, you're a single girl, like, let's hang out with all the guys. And I realized that, like, I can't do this anymore. Mm -hmm. And so I pulled you outside of the bar. We went to the parking lot. And I said to you, I cannot hang out with you anymore. I am apologizing to you because I broke whatever it is you're saying about the friendship and I have feelings for you. I cannot handle your friends telling you to go meet other guys when I'm standing right here. Yeah. So now I've crossed the line. Therefore, we cannot hang out anymore unless we're together. And you said, I'm not with anybody. I don't want to be with anybody. I'm moving to Rhode Island. I'm moving to New York or I'm moving to Raleigh. I'm not staying here. I'm not in a relationship with anybody. So unfortunately, that's how it is. Yeah. And so that night I we was left, and I was like literally heartbroken. I thought that was the night we kissed, though. It, I was getting there. Okay. So what's crazy about that is I had this conversation with Kim, and she's laying it out there that she's moving to God knows where. And I was on a mission, too. And that we cannot hang out anymore. We stop at a stoplight, and I'm sitting there, and she grabs me by the head and pulls me in, and we start making out in the car. That was our first kiss. With her friend in the back seat. She's like, awkward. And so, yeah, that was like our first kiss, and I was like, yo, like, what's up with this? This is crazy. Like, did this just, did that just turn her on that I, like, yeah, I said like, all this? Oh, yeah. So then we now get... it's hard to get. We get home, and, like, she starts throwing up, and I'm, you like, helping her. Back. And then I go home for the night, and then literally Monday morning rolls around, and she's back with (laughs) her boyfriend. I almost said his name again. You got to stop doing that. I know. Okay. So, long story short, I I said the whole Halloween Horror Nights thing. That was a big moment. So, that was end of October. And we finally broke up for good. And it... But did you... With the calls when he hacked into my voicemail. Yeah, but you were still... So, literally, are you getting to the wedding now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're wrapping all this up. So, So, you were still back and forth because you told me that you were like... Actually, no, you were. You broke up 
And you said you want nothing to do with any yeah, of Yeah, I us. said, I'm single. I want nothing to do with anybody. I need to just be single. I need to do me. I was honestly kind of traumatized from that relationship because it was so toxic and it just took a lot of energy out of me and I was like I can't do this I don't want to be in a relationship I want nothing to do with men I just want to do me and so I was very clear with you that I didn't want a relationship so the reason that she was so clear is I was the best man of one of my best friend's weddings which was so crazy so with that being said all of the people that I hung out with were going to this wedding so I thought to myself, who's my other person that I hang out with? And it was Kim. And I thought, honestly, I don't want to go to this wedding without her. Yeah. I just don't. Like, yeah. I, this wedding would be so much more fun if she was there. Yeah. And I want her to meet people. I want her to meet my mom. I want her to meet people. Like, this girl that I've been talking about, that I've been hanging out with, that I'm... I, I have feelings for now. It was out in the open that yeah. I had feelings for you. Well, and here's the thing. So this is what happened is... You left me some kind of a voicemail about the wedding. So I was getting to that. I was basically saying, like, you you said no. You weren't coming to the wedding because you wanted nothing to do with anybody. So I went down there just to do my best man stuff. And I literally was getting my hair cut. And I had this, like, feeling or whatever. Before I got my hair cut, I had this feeling. And I called you. And I said, yo, listen, I just want to let you know I'm the best man at this wedding. I have duties. I have things that I have to do. So if you, by some miraculous way, decide to come to the wedding, you need to call me because I'm going to be busy. So it's not going to be like me just hanging out with you. Yeah, you didn't And I left it at that. And I don't know why I called you, but it was the best call I ever made. Yeah. So the boyfriend hacked into my phone. The ex. The ex. And heard the voicemail and basically called me and just freaked out, just freaked out. And I was like, I am so done with it. Like, I'm done, done, done. Like, there's no, there's no other word to describe this. I'm completely 100% done. I was ready to be done. That was the last straw for me. And so I, I hung up with him. And I remember you saying to me, too, we, I want you to come as my friend because there's no other person that I think I would have the most fun with. And because it was a 500 person wedding and you had a lot of duties and you were going to be running around, you were like, I feel like you're going to be okay. Like you're going to be comfortable. And so I just, I feel like you would be such a fun person to bring to this wedding. And I think you would have a lot of fun too. And you just laid it out there like, we're just friends. I respect you. You said that clearly as well. I know, but you said you respected that. And you're like, I just want you to come as my yeah. friend. And so anyways, I hung up with, with the ex and I was like, you know what? Like, what am I doing? It's the weekend. I have nothing going on. I'm sitting around the house. Like, why wouldn't I just go and have a good time? What else am I going to do? Sit here and like wallow. So this was I funny. So I called you. Yeah, and so I pick up the one. I was getting my hair cut. My mom was there. My sister was there. And I was about to go and pick up all the things that I needed to get ready for the uh, rehearsal dinner. And uh, I was getting all ready. And you called. And you said, you're coming. Mm -hmm. I literally lost my mind. So I hang up the phone. And it was literally like a military like thing. Like, plan A, plan A, yeah. plan B. Here we go. This is what we're going to do. And like my mom was like, oh, my God, she's coming. Aww. And like it was like this cool thing. Like. So I was like, Mom, all right, you're going to have to step up. Amber, you're going to have to step up. This is what we're going to do. 
I was like, I'm going to pick her up, whatever. I'll drop her off at Amber's house. Amber will take her to my mom's house, blah, blah, blah. We had this whole plan. So we were like, ready, break. Awesome. Operation yeah. Gibson, Aaron Gibson gets the girl. Oh. Like, whatever. So we get this plan in effect, and she's actually coming. And so I had to, you know, we were playing golf that day, and you can pick it up if you want. So I come, so I drive all, and it's like two hours away. I had never been to Titusville before. And I was like, I'm just going to go and have a good time. I'm wearing like an Argyle sweater and skull shoes and like a Tiffany's bracelet or necklace that I like stole from my roommate Katie at the time. Or I say stole, I mean borrowed. And I was feeling really good and I was excited. I was like, this is going to be really fun. I was super tan, just like fresh out of the tanning bed (laughs) per use. And I met Aaron and he basically, because he had so many obligations to the groom he dropped me off with his mom and sister and nephew my mom she was not there oh no it was just your sister and your nephew mm-hmm. and you're like amber this is kim kim this is amber have a good time i'll see you later no granted amber <laughs> lived out in the country in mims florida in her house a, was on sticks on stilts whatever it was a it was a house on stilts on a bunch of property and literally, there's more to that story, but I literally dropped her off, and I just was like, wow, this is crazy. Yeah. And, and off I went. And so off Aaron went. Now I'm just with his sister and her baby. And um, we just started chatting. We had a, she was really easy to talk to. I, I felt very comfortable right away. And then we go over to your mom's house, mm-hmm. and it was so interesting because I have never met these people before. And I just felt so instantly, just like how I felt with you. You just had that warmth about you where I instantly felt comfortable and I felt that way with your family. And I was like, wow. Like, I felt like I could just be myself and we were laughing and we were just talking. We were going back. It was easy. It felt fluid. It didn't feel forced. I was like, wow, this is really cool. Okay, this is fun. And then we go to the wedding. And again, I know not one person. I had never met... Aaron's friends from home we only knew our Jacksonville people you know and so I we go to the wedding and I I think it was just a mix of Aaron and his tux because you looked so handsome and seeing you in your element with your people and how much you were loved and of course your friends were like talking you up a lot and I don't know I was just like seeing you, you as you like fully you with well, your knowing people. that you didn't see any difference between the Jacksonville me and the right. regular me and it was just like this other level and I don't know there was just something for me that clicked that night well what was really funny for me is again like when I was in a very long relationship yeah. And I showed up at my mom's house one night and she was on the phone with her mom. And without me saying a word, she says, hey, mom, let me call you back. Aaron just broke up with his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And it was like being able to read me like that, that's what mothers do. Yeah. Right? They know. So I come off the party bus, uh, the, the groom's bus, and I walk down the steps and I meet my mom. I can see my mom and I see Kim standing there and I see my sister standing there. And my mom just gives me this like beautiful smile with a thumbs up and points at Kim and I was thinking to myself wow not like hey buddy you're doing a good job as best man it was literally like oh my god yeah she's fantastic yeah and I thought 
Wow, like that's big. Yeah, that's big. Yeah, it that's I love that because it. I think it just always it it felt natural even even through the boyfriend and the drama of the back and forth whatever. Our relationship, our friendship, when we were together, it always felt easy and natural. It was always easy to be with you, and I felt that way with your family, and then I felt that way with your friends. And I was just in this vibe, and you're at a wedding, and it's a whole experience. Thank, and we're God, like, for, thank God for Dan Schumann. Oh, my God. He talked you up. He, I love that guy. He's God, such, I love we, that like, guy. owe everything to him. I'm, like, so really, upset that I lost contact with him. He was, like, he, what, I don't even remember what he was saying, but he was just going on and on and on about how great you are and all the things. And I was like, I know. He's amazing. Wasn't and I, Jay talking to you, too? I talked to all of your friends. Yeah. And... We got to a point where we were like hopping over the bar, like becoming our own bar. The bartenders quit. With Dave and so with the groom and the bride, the bartenders quit. Yeah. They walked we out. Were animals. Like, we can't take this anymore. But we all had our own bottles. Like the whole like wedding party had yeah. their own bottles. But the bartenders quit. Yeah. And so then we were just like overtook we were freaking it. animals. Oh my gosh. And then I smoked at the time. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to smoke, and so I like dragged you away for a smoke, and then we ended up making out mm-hmm. in my car or whatever car we were in, mm-hmm. and your car, yeah, in the Jetta, and that was actually the first picture that we ever took together that I just posted on Instagram like a couple of weeks ago. I never in the car. I'll never forget that we were making out so much that somebody was actually like, "Can you guys like leave?" Yeah, like it was so because we once we control, broke that mold, we were like, done. "That was it." We were like, "We're in it to win it." So, long story short, we had such a great time at the wedding, and I had that moment. It was a of, beautiful wedding. It was a beautiful wedding. We had oh, it was so much fun. It was just such a good vibe, and. I had that moment, that like internal dialogue with myself of just like, you know, what are you doing? What are you doing? You have this incredible human in front of you. You have so much fun with him. You're attracted to him. They're like, you, you're yourself with him. Like everything works. Everything clicks. It feels good. It feels like all, all of the things like, what are you doing? And I don't know what it was. It was a mix of everything, but that night we ended up sealing the deal. Woo woo! I basically raped Aaron. (laughs) (laughs) Willingly. Poor thing was terrified. He had no idea what he was getting into. Well, again, we had been three, four months of this whole thing. Like I wasn't coming on to her. Like I was like, no, like I don't. You were a gentleman, and I was a wild animal. I said that I would respect your feelings, and then Kim just mauled me like a wild woman. I shouldn't use that word. You shouldn't. I take it back. Very bad word. I I take that back. That's not. But everybody understands your connotation. I basically just like took matters into my own hands and took advantage of you, which is funny. Willingly, I I think that's another episode for another time. What our sexual life. Yeah. Not the details, but just you mauling me and just being your Typical. type of... It's funny how that works, yeah. right? Yeah, I'm definitely an alpha in the bedroom, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so so we, we, we sealed the deal, and the next morning, granted, we were naked-wasted. Literally naked-wasted. And we, we had, like, severely drunk sex. Severely drunk, period. And we wake up, I wake up the next morning and it was kind of like 
granted it was consensual, you know, like, I don't want to give the wrong idea. Oh my God. Was that even a question? <laughs> and I, and I know, I know. But I don't know. People are so weird these days. They get offended by everything. But anyways, I like come to and I'm like opening my eyes. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like you started like what happened last night? No. Like, God, no. Babe, I... I not... It was not that bad. Okay. Do not paint that story that it was that bad. I, I knew exactly what I happened. Knew, okay, I knew what happened, but I'm saying it took me a couple beats to be like, where am I? What's going on? And then it all started to come back and I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, I know where you're going And with then this. I'm like, where... Okay, I wake up in your sister's, like, guest room and I'm like, where am I? What's happening? And then I hear this, like, crazy loud noise. Again, I don't even know what time it was, but it was early. And you never met, uh, did you? No, I didn't meet him that night. Mm -hmm. So Amber's boyfriend, or fiance, was, Mm -hmm. she lived with him. I didn't meet him the day before. I didn't know who he was. So I hear this crazy loud noise. I peek out the window, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? And there was just a man (laughs) on a, on a... Uh, what are they called? Airboat. An airboat, not on the water, zipping through the yard, going like 90 miles an hour with a gator in his hand, like, like chomping it, like literally at six o'clock in the morning and he's going so fast. It's like a blur and I'm like dizzy and I can't keep up and I'm like, what? He was like in his boxer shorts, like getting breakfast for the family. Okay. I'm like, where the hell Am I? Okay. So what happened? Let me tell the real story. That is the he real story. He was on his airboat that he had built. In the yard. He was using the morning dew there was on the a yard. There engine on it. And the fact that I feel like this is normal is kind of funny. But um, <laughs> Why was he in the yard? <laughs> he was testing out his morning, his boat, and okay. he was ripping it through his yard. He was getting breakfast. And he was going through the pond, and then he would go outside, but he was riding around the backyard, which I thought, oh shit. He was hunting for gators. For breakfast. He was a very gator-friendly kind of he guy. He was a gator, gator He did ringer. not have a guy, a gator in his hand. Yes, he did. But that does make for I'm a great story. I'm sticking to my story. story. I saw it with my own eyes. Okay. So okay, yes. so then I get out of bed. I stumble out of the room. And I go to the bathroom. And, again, I'm still coming to. I'm hungover. I'm like, oh, my Lord. Like, ugh, where am I? And I want to take a shower. And I go in and his sister is like, and I, I've said, I've told this story so many times and she's like, you do the worst impersonation slash accent. So I'm not even going to pretend to do her accent because I do a horrible Southern accent and it won't do her justice. But she basically said that I had to pump the water from the pond, the pond that I saw the, the man wrangle the gator and get us breakfast the same pond, pump the water in there to take a shower. So I basically just come out of the bathroom like, oh my gosh, like what is happening with my life? And so you and I go, we sit outside, we chat for a little bit. Well, because I wanted to know like where we were. Like, yeah. are you, are you cool? After like, we made love. What does this even mean? Is this a, is this a one and done? Like, what is this? I just used you for sex. And what was crazy about that is I can even fast forward we haven't been apart since. Okay, so that's my story. That's the end of that. Is that I I went back up to Jacksonville. I followed you. Aaron followed me and Rooney. I was in Victoria, my Jetta. He came back to my apartment. 
There was probably some kind of a pizza involved at that point in a sonic blast. And we have been inseparable from that moment forward. Like we have, we obviously solidified the relationship. We started dating and we, 12 years ago, 12 years ago. And we October have, 20th of 2007. Yeah. So then Halloween Horror Nights was before that then because I thought it was towards the end. So yeah, it was October 20th. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And we were together ever since and you ended up moving in a couple of weeks later. Yeah, I was going to move in. It was crazy because my roommates were going separate kind of ways. Going their own ways. And your roommate actually was like, holy crap. I can move out if you move in. Yeah, because she wanted to move to Washington. But we lived together for a while. Yeah, well, shoot, that was her, like, ultimate plan. And so you moved in a couple of weeks later, and the three of us lived together for a while. And then we she... We were the three best friends that We were. And then she ended up moving on. But it was interesting because you moved in so quickly, and a lot of people would be like, oh, you shouldn't move in that quick. I mean, it was literally a couple of weeks. And... I, ha- I just have to say that it just it didn't make sense. Most of the things we do don't make sense We on got paper. engaged after six months. Well, I haven't gone to that yet. But the point was, is that it's, it felt right. Even though you moving in after a couple of weeks might have sounded crazy to other people, we felt like it was the right thing to do. It felt good. It felt right. In our guts, we knew that it was going to be okay. You moved in nothing changed you know like it was just when it feels right it feels right when something feels right you go with it i think that things should feel easy and things should feel right if you feel resistance around things and it's not the right thing everything every decision that you made you and i made moving forward it felt like it just flowed like you just you propose after six months again that's super quick but it's like when you it sounds cheesy and i feel like you and we were okay. We were just having this conversation with one of our friends who has been single for quite a while and she's been dating and she's dated a lot of guys. And Aaron and I, <laughs> she was dating, she was going on all of these dates, she's going on, going dates. on all these funny. blind dates all the, the time. The way you said that, it was just funny. Like, putting herself out there, like trying to meet like Mr. Right. And you and I have always said, that when it feels right, you just know. And you hear other couples say that, but you don't really, it sounds cheesy to somebody who doesn't understand what that means. Where you, it just feels right. You just know in your heart something clicks. And so we met her and her new boyfriend a couple of weeks ago. And it was funny because the conversations we were having, they were like, she was like, I totally get what you guys mean when you like it just feels right when you know you know you know you know and it's like it just from the beginning she's like we clicked I knew it I felt it and they're inseparable now they're moving to another state together in a matter of like a month and it was just like when you know you know you know you know and I think that is so true in relationships I completely agree but let's dissect that a little bit I mean it's to the point of I also feel that you and I, one, we always say that it was very important. We built this friendship. Yeah. Right? And so, but I do believe that you and I had hung out. So, October 20th was our official, like, start dating Sex date. anniversary. But th- that's the day we made it official. You call it a, everything is sex with you. you know like, I like it. Literally. It's you know like the like craziest thing. Instead of you. just being, like, the first day we started dating, that was our anniversary. 
It is. Before we got married. So yeah, when we October were dating, 20th. October 20th was our anniversary. Day of love. So on like Halloween weekend, we were passing a Jaeger bottle around and you just said to me, you know we're going to get married, right? And mm-hmm. I said, absolutely. And we kept going about our business. We never talked any more about that. Yeah. But it was like, again... When you know, you know. It just felt right. Yeah. Everything clicked. It wasn't that we didn't have our problems. We didn't have our issues. It just... There's a deeper connection that you just know that this is the person that lights you up. That you're your best around. That brings out the best in you. That you can be yourself around. That it just all works. When everything is laid out there, you knew where I stood Mm -hmm. with life. I knew where you stood with life. And you could make a decision and I could make a decision at that moment to either carry this on or or end it because I knew where we were going. Right. Now, that's not saying that different roads didn't pop up and life doesn't come in, but the overall essence of who you were as a person, I knew what I was getting involved in. Yeah. And I I wanted that. Yeah. I think that's, that's such a great thing to bring up because it's not like, oh my gosh, it's just been this fairy tale like love story. Everybody who actually really knows us and the truth, God, like it, it wasn't at all. But we've had our ups and downs, and you know our own insecurities and our fights. And we were the couple that nobody wanted to hang out with at the beginning. Yeah, like we would get, we would drink, and then we would get into an argument because I had tons of like jealousy issues and insecurities, especially coming out of that other relationship. So there was a lot of issues in the beginning, and we would we would fight a lot. And so at the end of the day, though, we knew that we were committed to working on our stuff because there was no possibility that we weren't going to be together. It was like, I have to work on my own shit because I don't want to lose this man. Like we, we just knew that through all the crazy, we were still going to be together. You know what I mean? We were in it. Like once we made that decision, we were in it. We were like, we were in it to win it. And, and I think I think through all of your crazy moments, all of my crazy moments, I literally knew who you were yeah. as a person. Yeah. And I knew that like when we had a bad moment or when you had a bad moment, I knew it wasn't you. I knew the true essence of you because I got to know you so much. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think I think like you you can see people for who they really are even when maybe it's not their best version of themselves at times and I think it so it all circles back to the friendship the the, the likability the likability because we built that and we were so solid in our friendship that we truly knew each other and the best of each other and like the the soulfulness of each other and so when we would go through our fights and our own issues, at the end of the day, we genuinely liked each other. We genuinely had fun together. We genuinely knew each other very well. And so we could always come back to that. And I think that's the foundation for everything because if you don't have that, it's easy to crumble when things get hard. I mean, we could go on and on and on, but you know, that's kind of the, the like the cliff notes even though that wasn't cliff notes that's crazy it was like two it was like two episodes i can't believe that we were just sitting here chit-chatting well we were trying to be quick we We were so many crazy there's so many levels to it though and i think it's all very important if you're going to paint the picture of like our entire story yeah 
I I agree. I think there were so many moments that led to where we are now. And I just think, again, leaving it at this, but when it comes to relationships, I think that having a friendship is the most important part because at the end of the day you have to like who you're with the the physical the physical like the what is it the physical attracted what am i trying to say the, the attraction attract, yeah like that stuff can wear out things can wear out but like when you actually like each other and you have like i know that you and i at the end of the day when we're exhausted or we're annoyed with each other or we're just I don't know, overwhelmed with life. I know that at the end of the day, I can sit outside with you on the back porch with nobody else around and have a martini and laugh with you, put on some music and just enjoy. Like, I like you as a human. So if you don't like somebody as a human, genuinely, then I feel like. Right. So what would be, I mean, your advice is basically saying, because I agree with that of just really if you're in a part of your relationship if you're struggling in your relationship trying to find the likability and being okay that if you realize you genuinely don't like this person you might love them you might have love for them but if you genuinely don't like them then the relationship's not going anywhere yeah i guess i agree i we've talked about this before but yeah i think it always comes back to that you got yeah. you got to weed through the shit sometimes to come back to that friendship that you have Mm -hmm. because in life it's easy to you're with each other every freaking day you get annoyed with each other you get in fights about stupid stuff like you go tit for tat like there's all these things that come with being in a relationship for a long period of time but when you can weed through all that and you can come back to the just like that friendship that that us 12 years ago riding around saying that we have bullet holes in the car and just laughing our asses off about God knows what, eating for shed a late night, that's the essence of you and I. Mm-hmm. And we can always, even though we're not in that place, but we can pull back to that. You know, and you and I will have nights where we're like, you know what, like we just need to be us. Like we don't need to be business partners or even a married couple or like we just need to be like Kim and Aaron and like, like have fun like have fun and laugh and lighten up and put Mm -hmm. everything else down and just come together and be our silly crazy wild selves right but we're so fucking good at that it's like my favorite hobby we're just really good at that that we can literally just be like yo this sucks can we just like again no matter what we do we've always said without a shadow of a doubt if anything comes in between our relationship it's gone it's out of the light it's it's out it's out yeah period yeah and I think that's a really cool thing of like, yo, I just need some me and you time. A hundred percent. Even though and we're always together. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like we're always together, but we're in we're together in a capacity of we're at work or we have a business to run and there's things that come with that where we have to show up and put on that hat. We are cooking dinner, we're doing chores, we're going grocery shopping, we're at the gym, we're in a mode. We're usually in a mode. And so we have to remind ourselves to get out of our modes and just be you and I. We need real us time, like authentic us time. time. Connection time. And it's a reminder that Mm -hmm. we have to do that. You have to take a step back and like every time we do, I always feel so refreshed it's so much closer to you, but it's a it's it's something you have to make a priority. I agree because you can get so wrapped up in the rigmarole of everyday life. I can't imagine throwing kids into the mix, oh. even though our business is like our kids. It's like the amount of time we spend 
putting energy into our business is probably and the attention it takes from us is probably around the same as it does with like a child. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. So it's it's pretty much the same thing. It takes a lot of our attention. It can be draining. It's needy. We're always thinking about it. We always want to be on. We always have ideas. Like it's a lot. And so we have to remind ourselves just to like put it all down sometimes and just be Kim and Aaron circa 2007. Right. But but I love also having those conversations too. With you. Obviously. I love sitting at dinner over a glass of wine and having business conversations. Favorite thing to do. But that's again, that's why we're so connected. And I think that's another thing. And I'm going to end it on this. Yeah, we got to go. We got to go. I'm exhausted. Kim's about to like pass out in the chair. But literally my mom has always said, no matter what has ever happened, I have never seen anybody so connected on such a level that it's just crazy. Yeah. And and she's always said that. And yeah. she was like, even through your darkest times, you're always connected. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a huge compliment. And that's something that I really love about us. We're on the same page. A girl at work actually said it to me today. Really? Yeah. She's like, I am so jealous. Of your life and your relationship. Because I was like, well, it's available to all of us. It's choices we make, period. It's You and I aren't special. Like, we've no, just been very clear all. on what we want. We work hard at what we want. We work hard at our relationship. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh, it's just fucking rainbows and butterflies. Mm-hmm. We work. It's a priority. But she said, I'm just, you guys are on the same page. I've never seen in my, like, experience a couple that seems so aligned, wants the same things, works towards the same things. Like, you guys just seem to have so much fun, but yet still be on the same page for what you want in life. And you get to do all of it together. And I was like, wow, that's... Why are you just telling me this now? Well, because it happened today. Alyssa said this. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, gosh, like, thank you. And I I mean, this might sound uh, obnoxious, but... I know. I'm really grateful for that, too, because I think it's a a really cool, like, special thing. And I think it's available to all of us. And we have to, in life, never settle for anybody who you're not on the same page with. Like, you have to be on the same page, want the same things, motivated by the same things. And, of course, you could be different and have different intentions. But, like, the overall thing, like, of what you, the life you want to live you have to connect on that. And I think that's why you and I can always come back because we do want the same things in life and we're always in sync with it. You know? 100% so, agree. And, and again, we're not saying that to like toot our own horns or be obnoxious. I think it's just a testament that this is available to every single one of us and it just comes to being clear of what you want, working hard towards on what you want and never settling for anything that doesn't feel right. I'm so happy being with somebody who stands in their own light at all times. Mm -hmm. Like you're going to do what's best for you and you're going to express that. And I, we are so aligned to where we end up going in the same direction. Mm -hmm. But I love that you're just like, yo, this is what I want. This is what I want to do. Yeah. And if we ever got to a point where we just didn't connect anymore, then that would be our time. Yeah, that's it then. Right. Period. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta do you and stay true to you. Even though that makes me feel sick to my stomach. But but that would never happen. It would never happen. But I'm just saying we do have that understanding that if you're not yourself, you're not going to be able to give this relationship anymore. Right. So anyway, let's end it with that. I will. The last thing I want to say, because I forgot, I wanted to say this, that you were talking about this earlier, but again, our whole world stops when you and I disconnect 
And we've always done that where we make that our number one priority because we know that nothing else works if you and I aren't working. So like business doesn't work, like nothing, like nothing works. And I agree. so we make it our, a priority that whenever we feel out of whack or out of sync with each other or in a funk or whatever it is, things happen all the time, but that we come together and I think we never have any issues of being vocal and honest about how we feel most, of the, too honest. most of the time. Yeah. That we, we, we talk things out till we're freaking blue in the face sometimes, but we get through and we always have some kind of a solution or resolution. I feel like we should do a whole episode on this of how we used to always do that, like back in the day. Even to this day. But yeah, you got to make it a priority, people. Yep. Should be your number one priority. All right. Anyway. Let's go. I got to go to bed. Yep. Bye. Um, we love you guys. This was awesome. Thank you for listening. Um, and we will be back next week with some other juicy topic. Make sure to leave us a review. Go on. Tell us what you thought about this episode. Um, you can go on Instagram with hashtag freedom and scrubs and post whatever you want. Um, but we would love to hear from you and we will see you next and week. And follow us at Kim and Aaron G on Instagram to watch our time in Vegas, Paris, and Barcelona. Yeah. Anyway, right. we're out. Toodles. Deuces. <laughs>